Aquarius friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Aquarius June 2022 Astrology Must Knows Horoscope Forecast. Definitely go to AnnieHelpsYou.com where you can see all the free goodies I make for you each month, including very succinct, um, very easy to follow written horoscopes. If you forget the address by the time this video is done, if you're watching through YouTube video, you can click on the little more button underneath the bottom right of the video to reveal the notes that will have links. And if you're listening via podcast, then you can look at the notes below the podcast to find that and more links. This is for you if Aquarius is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or anything else that you watch for an Aquarius placement, Venus, Mercury, if however deep you go, this is going to be part of your astrological picture. And if you're a very late degree Aquarius, so we'll say February 15th through the rest of the sign, um, or like around 23 to 25 degrees through the rest of the sign, then I also suggest you listen to or watch my Pisces report because you very late cuspy people will benefit from both of the reports. What do we have going on in June for Aquarius? This is a month when you've got three particular areas of your chart lit up like crazy. The second, the third, and the fourth house. And we've got angles being made between planets in this in these houses, okay? So we're going to talk about what this means. One of the big must-knows for you is that financial things are on your mind, whether that is spending or earning or money psychology or environmental imprints or making things with your hands and selling them or farming and monetizing something that you make with your hands. There's this very, you know, strong hand um, component here. Then you will notice that this is coming up very strongly. This is a trend that began. It's been going on for a little while. It's continuing at this time and you will see it. This makes an amazing month, an amazing month for reevaluating your budget definitely doing like a six month check-in here, half a year, looking over your spending, your savings, and figuring out things for the rest of the year. Figuring out things about your income, especially as we get towards the latter part of the month, it's a fantastic time to ask for a raise. We're stepping into a golden period, an open period free from personal planet retrogrades um, from June 19th through August 21st, which is especially critical because it's the last of its kind in 2022 because Mars retrograde will start influencing as early as September in that pre-shadow transit, transit there. So, you know, this is definitely a time where momentum, motivation, inspiration, persistence is all coming together in this magical way. When we have Aries transits, it brings that vroom, you know, that that just that impetus to do things. And when we've got the Taurus placements at the same time and the movements through the second house, that is combining this sort of reckless, impulsive, ready to move energy with a grounded practical strategy. So this is an amazing time to strategize with anything with your finances, large um, purchases or anything like that. This is also an amazing time to be connecting with people. If your social scene has not been lit up, it probably will start to be lit up now. Your third house and the Gemini placements are all coming into full focus which means that people are going to be calling you like crazy, lots of blasts from the past. If you get an urge to call someone that you haven't talked to in a long time, that could be a very, very good idea, either to wrap up unfinished business or to just have a fulfilling, you know, soul-quenching conversation. And you might meet new people, 
um, just with a little caution there at the earlier part of the month. Some of the people might be a little shorter term or change in your experience. Like maybe you meet a business person, you know, someone from a business perspective at the beginning of the month, then by, you know, the end of June or into July, now they're a romantic potential or vice versa. So, you know, there's this changeability that's coming at this time, both from the third house, which is ruled by Gemini, also the sign of Gemini being accentuated and, um, and Mercury, you know, the retrograde influence definitely makes this a very changeable time. So it's a wonderful time for experimentation. And then you can start to implement things from the experiments as we get into the end of June and July and into August. Okay, so it's a wonderful time to try things on to see if you like them and then dive in deep as the month progresses. So let's see what else. Um, if you have to buy a phone or a car or anything that, you know, transportation or mobility, um, or communication, then you're stepping into a really great time at mid month and after is going to have a little bit more clarity if you can help it and a little bit of an easier time at the store when you go to buy it and a little bit more um, trueness to the to your contract, like a little more understanding of what you're committing to as the month progresses. There's also things involving all of your relatives, siblings, cousins, aunts, uncles, nieces, nephews, kids, parents, both of the houses that cover all of the relatives is coming up in a big way. So you're very likely to be having these types of communications, interactions, you might be traveling to see them. And we do have two amazing aspects that are lighting up all of these sectors for you. Okay, so not only do we have, you know, the second, the third, the fourth houses, which I've been describing what they mean, we'll add in the fourth house now, that's home, real estate, housing, your deep inner emotional world, your family relations, family psychology, home-based business, businesses regarding homes, like construction or feng shui or something like that, all of that is being very, very well activated at this time. And it's activated in a way that you're thinking long-term, all right? There's some, like I said, reckless kind of short-term energies, but there's a lot of where you're like trying something, but you're really thinking for the long-term. And that is very good to be doing at this time because a lot of long-term things can have their origin here or steps can be um, progressing towards something that you've really been wanting within any of these sectors that we're discussing. Now, besides the planets accentuating those houses or fields of experience that we have as humans, the second money, the third, you know, um, and of course I'm grossly um, just uh, giving a summary of what these houses encompass because everything is always more complex than we have time to go into. Um, the fourth, the home, the real estate and housing, etc. But at the same time, we've got these amazing aspects and two of them, are in fire and air. So let's drill down into that now. June 20th, we have Mercury and Gemini making what's called a sextile to Jupiter and Aries. Now, just like it sounds, it's a super positive thing. This is a 60 degree angle, which means that opportunities will come, opportunities that have to be activated in order to really go very far, but they certainly will be around. Now, for those of you who are early degree Aquarius friends, so this is like January born or the first few days of February, Aquarius friends. You know, anywhere from basically zero through 11 degrees, the closer to six degrees you are, the more of a kiss you're going to get from this aspect. You all are getting favored here with this beautiful aspect 
don't worry later people we have more stuff to talk about okay but and any of you can get beautiful things from this mercury rules communication gemini rules the mobility we talked about you know in the inspiration and the information jupiter newly in aries definitely watch my may reports for understanding the aries energies and how they're going to affect you in the year or so to come because i cover that in that report but just to know now jupiter and aries is super fabulous for aquarius it has been dogging you as it's been moving through pisces goodness because it's really been um not in sync with the way that you think <laughs> We'll have that little rhyme there, right? But now that it's in Aries, it's going to be making this beautiful, again, 60 degree angle full of possibilities, which you'll have for an extended period of time into 2023 for sure. Um, and then we've got some little mini bumps. Okay, so there's this Mercury-Jupiter aspect. Then on the 28th, we've got Venus making the same aspect with Jupiter. Um, and Venus rules love and beauty and money and self-esteem and fulfillment and harmony and Jupiter is the great expander. So this is fantastic for all Aquarius placements, but that aspect is still going to be favoring that same group of you that I told you for the Mercury one, because Jupiter is going to still be in that six to seven degree range. So Venus will come and give kisses, especially for February born and early, I mean, January born and early February. But don't despair because you can still have amazing aspects or outcomes from this aspect regardless of your placement. And we do have some universally positive things going on that can affect all of you. And this is Venus making a beautiful trine to Pluto. This is happening around the 21st, the same cluster of time at the end of the month. Um, this is in the late degree sector. It's in an earth sign, so it's not directly connecting into your placements, but it can manifest things that are very, very, very tangible. You know, when we're looking at fire and air, those energies can come in the form of motivation and inspiration and ideas and connections. And when we're talking about an earth trine, and the trine is different from the sextile in the way that it just brings good things without you necessarily having to always activate it or do something with it. It's just kind of like, here you go. And this is in the material realm. This is in like tangible property, tangible finances, you know, physical, just it's down to the very physical level. And again, it's involving Venus. So we've got a lot of beauty from Venus at this point. And as you know, Venus is, um, covers a lot of ground. And Venus also rules Taurus, and we have Taurus energies happening now too. So the story of Venus is, you know, this goddess is very, very, very prominent at this time. We've got a new moon on June 28th, and that is a new moon in Cancer. So this is um, more support for new possibilities with family and real estate and, and all of that and home and housing. Um, so that, that sector just, again, is doubly focused on for you all at this time. Okay, so now I want to talk about four big must-knows for the general transits that will help you guide your actions over the course of June and July and August. Okay, so we've got four big must-knows from the general transit must-know perspective, which is true for all signs, but very critical to know to understand the energies of this month. The first big must-know is that our sweet versus salty ratio, as far as the aspects, are yay. Now, if you're not familiar with my little Annie terms here, sweet aspects are the ones where the planets are in harmony and tend to bring nice outcomes, and the salty ones are when the planets are kind of grouchy 
and they can bring nuisance at nuisance um, events. So we've got almost double the sweet aspects compared to the salty ones. Again, this month, we've got a several month sequence where this has been happening, but June is the last month because July, it will start to favor the challenging aspects more over the sweet ones. So we wanna soak this up while we can. Something else important about this, um, this ratio here is that even some of the few salty aspects or potentially salty aspects this month are ones that are conjunctions, which means they could go either way. A conjunction is not a, is a neutral aspect. It could be very positive or very challenging. And so even of some of these salty ones that are there, they, some of them could go, could be super positive. And of the other ones that aren't conjunctions, they all have sweet aspects happening on the same day or very close to any of the remaining salty ones. So that's super positive for the general climate of this month. Of course, we know that general aspects, any particular ones of them don't always drizzle down into um, our personal experience, but it's definitely an important piece to consider. The next, next big exciting must know is that eclipse heat of this season is fading. April and May were our big eclipses. Definitely look at my April and May um, horoscope reports, either through podcast or video on YouTube, to see where these areas, what areas of life for each of your signs might be um, affected, and some of the, the other themes that could be in the backdrop. You, you can check that out there. But what we're excited about here is that April and May can be super anxiety-ridden in the way that change is coming, but you don't really know what it is, and you feel something's opening, but you're not really sure the details, and it's just sort of a time when the air is electric, you feel like you have your fingers stuck in a socket, and that is starting to fade in June. While we could have some very important eclipse-related news and events come in, the biggest heat of the season will be behind us by this time, and we are celebrating that. The next big must know is that we've got a hybrid month this month. So we've got retrograde until around June 2nd, depending on your time zone. And with every day we move towards June 19th, that post-Mercury retrograde shadow period will clear. So essentially, you know, the first half of the month is retrograde and the first or the second half is direct. So let's just look at my handy chart to remind you of what that means. So for the first half of June, you wanna deal with what comes up not conjure things to do because you're not really sure clarity is still coming. You wanna clear out clutter in your mind and your relationships. The things that were swept under the rug, they're gonna come out, so it's time to deal with them. And time to make new space for new projects and experiences. So you wanna get those piles off your desk so that new projects can come in. You wanna get those creative babies out, you know, maybe not out yet because we're not quite in the launch zone yet. We'll talk about that in a second. But you wanna get those creative babies finished up, polished up, edited, um, so you can send them out into the world. We've got an amazing time for last minute magic. So May and June is superb for leaving yourself unscheduled, as unscheduled as possible, because last minute magic will come in and you're more likely to be able to say yes to an opportunity that comes if you're not super scheduled. And the things you schedule are probably going to shift or be called into question anyway, so it just makes sense. It's amazing to do research in this time, so let's say you wanna do something at the end of June or July, August, when we're in our um, direct period, so we've got, let's see, June 19th through 
August 21st is our big direct period, and then the days leading up to June 19th, we're still in the retrograde. So you might wanna wrap up these loose ends, do your research about the things you're going to do in this time, You know, make your bookings, do your stuff, then. A lot of times confusion, not being able to see very far ahead is a, is, a, is a hallmark of the retrograde. And this is because you're not supposed to be making plans. You're supposed to be dealing with the things that come up. Being in the moment and not you know, having to worry about too much strategizing or planning and just being in the now is always a good idea, but it's especially well indicated in the retrograde because it helps to prevent you from doing things that are better for the direct. If you're focused on this very moment, you're less likely to be doing the things that are better off in the direct flow. And it's a good time to honor the flow and not force things, okay? Now, sometimes we have to take the bull by the horns and get them out of the china shop, right? And for these, for this activity, I suggest June 19th through August 21st. And as you get closer to June 19th, you'll feel these days will start to get you know more open. It will be a gradual process through the month of changing. And so launches, you know, your big creative baby that you polished up over here, bringing it out here. The things that you researched here, making the decisions about here, you know, in the, in the direct time. So basically, you know, for those of you listening and not watching, I've got a visual here and you can always see the visual component um, on YouTube if you're watching or listening through podcasts. But, you know, basically the things that you research in the retrograde, you can make your decisions about them in the direct. Um, the things that you're talking about, just kind of experimenting with. This is another thing that's nice here in the retrograde is experimenting. Things you're experimenting with can turn into agreements in the direct time. So the second half of June, all of July and most of August is this time for the direct energy launches, big decisions, agreements, investments, moves, brand new projects, clarity, future planning, pushing and initiating and being a little bit more um, proactive um, in this time of direct. So June is a special month in the way that it will reflect all of, um, all of these facets and you'll see that switching over as the month goes on. Then we've got a red alert, okay? So, you know, I'm an, I'm an optimist, I'm a Sagittarius, I have a lot of Sagittarius in my chart. I see everything through the lens of how this can be good even if it's challenging, how we can reframe something to improve our experience. And I my work is very much focused that way. But if there's something you just really have to watch out for that's kind of nasty, I am going to also tell you that. And we do have one of those red alert aspects here. The aspect isn't actually until June, I mean, rather July 1st. Um, but because it's Mars and Pluto, I see that influence be super strong five days before, five days after. It could be a little more than that, even a week. But um, so the whole end of June, when we've got some other really nice aspects going on, we still have this same, you know, something, this challenging aspect to look out for. You don't want to antagonize a crazy person. You don't want to antagonize someone that's clearly out of control or having a hard time. Um, you don't want to not be paying attention. You know, you don't want to force things from the perspective of like an ego push. Like if you have righteous indignation about something and you're going to go battle with somebody who could be a formidable competitor, you don't really want to bring that at this time. And some people who you think are not formidable, you know, um, competitors here, they might, they might bring some fire that you're not expecting. So just be really careful in those days around the end of June and the beginning of July, because this is going to be a very strong influence 
don't let this make you concerned, you know, too concerned. You just have to be more aware. And it, it definitely can cast a little shadow on some of the sweet aspects of the month, but it's only influencing there at the end. And we do have a lot of sweetness to help balance this out. Okay, so I've given you lots to work with to help you make the most of the energies this month and to help you understand the energetic patterns at work and play. And if you'd like more resources, I've got all of these here. You can additionally go to the little more button, the little arrow underneath the bottom right of the video, click on that, and all of the links that I'm giving you here will be clickable, right? So if you're looking for reading options, including a beautiful, very detailed 45-minute audio of your birth chart for $33 from my brilliant husband, you can find that at AnnieBClarity.com. You can go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, sign up for my free email newsletter. This is where you can access running a free birth chart. This is where you access my 28-day in-depth virtual coaching program called Shine for free. This is also where you'll find tons of blogs and you get lots of other perks for being on my newsletter list. If you're looking for written horoscopes by me, always up a month early, you can go to CozyBySweetStarlight.com. If you haven't seen this site, go to it. It is so beautiful. We've got me and my team have lots of amazing astrology inspired blogs and healthy living blogs. We've got hypnosis for all the signs. We've got healing frequencies for all the signs. I've got the written horoscopes that I write. We have yoga for all the signs. So it's just a very beautiful comprehensive site. If you're looking for free courses on how to manifest money and um, wellness you can go to loomlife.com, my school, Luminous Life Multiversity, L-U-M-L-I-F-E. You can also find my astrology education courses here, including my behemoth of a master course called Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery Course, which you can fully utilize even if you don't want to be a professional astrologer, but it certainly will get you up to the level where you could be and show you how to make your business a success. And payment plans are available there too. Now, I've also got two books out and more on the way, Planetology, How to Align with the Natural Rhythms of the Universe. You will find this on the bookshelves in all major booksellers, including all the books a million, all the Barnes and Nobles. It's right there on the shelf. Plus, you can get it on Amazon and through any independent bookseller. And you can find Radical Prayer on Amazon and you can order it anywhere as well. So I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month.